Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Behind the Journey. This is the show myself and Sam Spencer discuss all the things going on my business journey. This week we talk about last week's crazy growth and the opportunities yet to come. I'm at my prime. Hey, hey, I'm at my So as you may have um, noticed in the last week, you know, this is the new year, it's all kind of kicking off. And I would honestly say that this last week probably been the biggest week in terms of new business we've ever had at Distract. Um, it's been absolutely crazy. Um, we've been doing at least one pitch a day um, for the last week, some days having three. Um, stupid hours, you know, with kind of uh, international calls for new business and stuff. It's been a really kind of cool time to be alive here. Um, as well as that, I've uh, we put an advert out, which I think I spoke about on the last podcast um, about investing in brands and guaranteeing their salary. Uh, we've had about three or four of those that look half decent come through as well. So um, speaking to speaking to a lot of those people this week. So there's just like a whole splurge of like cool, interesting stuff going on here at the moment. So you know, busy busy stuff of distracting the agency, busy stuff in terms of like future developments and investments. And if any of you guys follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I. I essentially put a tweet out last week that said 2020 this this decade is the decade to asset build basically what i'm saying by that is this is the year where you get multiple revenue streams multiple things that are worth something multiple things that are of value um as you may have known speaking listen to this podcast you know relying on one source of anything is not a great idea so i'm looking at investing in other areas and i mentioned last week that i'm going to always be distract focused for this for, for definitely for the short term because it makes a lot more sense because this is what i do best and we're going to build an internal operation team that looks after the relationships with our other investments so um the big day for us really uh, for these investments is the back half of the week kind of thursday friday time uh, to see if any of these come to fruition um and I've got a big meeting with a real large brand uh, about doing a collaborative project with them as well, like a, like a, a side project. So some really cool things happening, really, really busy time. Um, and a time when you kind of realize that the team we've got here is is, is fundamentally amazing. You know, uh, I've worked in places before where, you know, when you need an extra pair of hands, you know, they'll kind of look at you and go, that's not my department. Where here it's been very, very good. Everyone's been jumping on into the ship and making sure that we're all working together as a team and collaborating on the projects and when people are coming back from pitches the team are coming together and asking how it went and we've got a real kind of a good team bond at the moment i believe the atmosphere just seems really really good coming into the new year which is amazing for all all aspects of things what that means though kind of speaking in like a monologue now what that really means is that other things are getting pushed back and i've got a lot of speaking events um that i need to prepare for i've got one on wednesday which is i think there's 70 people signed up for it um, and I haven't even looked at the deck yet. I haven't even looked at the what I'm going to write about or, or speak about uh, during the deck. Um, I've got one of our account managers supporting on some proposal writing, which normally it doesn't doesn't fall on her shoulders. Um, so it's just a real busy time. Everyone's kind of grafting in, and um, I think what might be quite cool actually is um, for the vlog this week is that we essentially film a process of me making the talk for the event on Wednesday. Yeah. So we so so we'll do like a you know I've got a blank sheet here what they talk about and then we can end it with the speaking event that makes sense so we can have like a pre post speaking event type, type angle so um, i'm really int- intrigued kind of what's going to happen this week because we had so many inquiries last week so many new business pitches this week has everyone just got me in last week do you know what i mean that's kind of the first thing i'm thinking um, and then on sunday i got another one in 
And then on Monday, I got another one in. Like this morning when I was going to work, I got another one in. So I don't know if this is going to stop. And, um, you know, it's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. It means you can be really selective who you want to work with. Um, but And I also think that the because November, December was quite quiet, and I think that was around election time and people just waiting for the new year, um, everyone's kind of held off to January. But this isn't even that busy time of the year yet. You know, busy time of the year is March, April, May. So uh, I'm just really intrigued what's going to happen in the next kind of three months. Um, so yeah, um, a few nice hiring decisions lined up. Made a really big, bold call uh, back end of last week. Been working with one of the top PPC people in the UK um, who's going to kind of come alongside some of the team here to kind of help develop the team, which is really fun and a really aggressive move from our point. Um, and then I've also had some really nice DMs from you guys listen to the podcast kind of with some support and some thanks and some pointers into what you think the podcast should do. So I really appreciate that as always. And I'm, like I said, I'm always open for a conversation. But Sam's been away for the last few days. I've been away. I've not seen any of the updates on any of the like pictures you've got going out, whether you've got any of them yet. But hearing it sounds like it's really good that you're getting stuff in every single day. And you, you did like nine pitches last week or something wasn't mm. it it was mental it's crazy and like i said this doesn't normally happen you yeah know? well you've had the last three months like couple leading up to christmas where you've you may have done one pitch a week yeah yeah whereas yeah it's a bit of a reality check isn't it and because i mean we're going into speaking event season as well so everything is just going to be that much busier for a period of time yeah and the most amazing one was on wednesday like we went into a picture i think it was maybe 11 o'clock uh, first of all, we were late for the pitch, which didn't help. And obviously, thankfully, they, they understood life. Uh, and that's because we were coming for another pitch before, which overran. Um, but yeah, we literally, let, this, is a, this, is a, this is crazy, right? We did this pitch. We left. And I got a message uh, that said, how long has it been since you left the door? Three minutes, question mark. Well, it's just been signed off. So like, you know, mental really, like, um, and it just seems to be like, you know, something supporting us at the moment, like something's just, the, the, the world is supporting us, right? And it's just, it's just pushing us on, which is amazing. Um, you know, so it's just keep, keep pushing forward. And when, the thing I always think is whenever you've got a tide with you, you let that tide ride push, it, you, you ride, you ride that, you get on your surfboard and you keep going because sometimes that tide will be against you and then you have to fight to try and turn the board, right? So, yeah, we, we'll, ride this, we'll ride this very, very long. And um, I'm really intrigued. The thing that I, you know, speaking of speaking events, which I guess is going to be the theme, I suppose, is that whenever I go in and look at speaking events, the first thing I do is I always email the host, right? And I always go like, hello, whatever your name is, like, how are we doing for numbers? But I always ask this next one, how is everyone else doing with numbers? Because you can understand. So what I like to do is I like to split test titles, so, um, for example, uh, if I did a talk called um, uh, using increasing CPC, no, decreasing CPCs to increase CPAs, right? For the average Joe, that's really confusing. But what I basically said was you're going to reduce your cost per click to increase your cost per acquisition, right? That's what I said there. But no one's really going to understand that unless they're a real marketer. So you probably will have a low turnout. In fact, I know you have a low turnout because I've tested these things, right? But if you put, which is my, my latest talk on Wednesday, Innovative marketing for 2020, right? It's literally like clickbaiting videos. Yeah, I mean, like, that is a full house. That, you know what I mean? Like, people are going to come to that and go, oh, my God, I can do innovative marketing in 2020. Like, they're going to sit there. So I, I messaged the, the, uh, the host. I was like, how are we doing for talks? And she was like, okay, you got, you got 70. Um, 70 signed up. How's everyone else doing? 2030. It's like, okay, cool. And I've looked at the titles, and I, and I know why. It's because the titles aren't popping. And then I hope they'll steal some because of brand as well. But, like, most of the time, it's 
where do people want to sit? Um, and that's really important when you're doing the smaller events um, because the difference between having, you know, uh, if you have a 20% capacity, the difference between having 10 people there and doubling it to 20 is a big fucking deal, right? So, so if you can test these things, you've got bigger audience. So let's say, you know, let's say I had a real crap title like that CPCs and CPAs and it brought in 20 people in the audience and I could go to how to do innovative marketing in 2020 and it brings in 70, that's like a triple, that's a triple increase, right? So then when I'm going, when I, when I do that title and I get 30, well, I would have got 10. Do you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. these metrics matter so much more when you're dealing with smaller numbers and bigger numbers as well. So it's like making sure that these things are tested and honed is really important. And I've also brought in this another um, metric as well, which I haven't been, haven't been testing which, in new business, which is I've now got an Excel sheet or a Google sheet, which um, literally tells me every single bit of stat regarding a new business inquiry that comes in from the inquiry to the meeting point to the delay time to everything possible about that deal so i literally can just look at it with one thing and go okay where are we dropping the balls here like what is the issue is it there to there or is it here to here and i can really break down every ounce and every iota of where the new business is going in and we've got software that shows that but i really want to kind of see it myself see it firsthand to make sure that we're kind of pulling the right metrics and numbers um but yeah, I mean, anyone who works in the world of marketing right now, I would say just get out there as much as you can. Like this is this seems like the time to be growing. Um, you know, don't sit inside and, and twiddle your thumbs and wait for it to come to you. This just never works. It never works. Um, well, right now, what where is the places where the ball's getting dropped in terms of getting a potential client through the door? The, the biggest problem has always been delay time between uh, meeting and proposal writing. So if you can get that proposal writing time down to like days huge uplift second one is is just a client just not understanding the price or the service offering uh, well enough so then you get a massive delay time between proposal and yes or no and uh, i think i've said this before in the podcast like just getting a yes or a no is really really important like it, 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 it means a lot um so just kind of ironing down it, and it's really about scrutinizing and looking real at the depths of why you're getting yeses or nos uh, and and even get a no like why are you getting a no is really really crucial um, you know, we normally lose them because we want people. They want people with more experience. That's kind of the reason people would, 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 um, would not use us. Um, but the reality is, like that, as we get older and as we get more established, like that will that will go. Do you know what I mean? So um, that's that's the key one. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like what's going on in this space at the moment. It's an exciting time, really, really busy. Um, and I hope everyone else is as well. Like, because I mean, you look at a lot of spheres and people normally talk a good game. Like, oh my god, we're really busy. But like deep down, they ain't. Um, so I hope everyone else is busy. And I, and I, I kind of want to go on to this because I spoke to a few lads over on Instagram over the weekend. Like, and I, I'm really open. Like, people ask me a question about anything. I'll be like, this is what's currently happening right now. Yeah, this is the situation. This is how I feel. And this is, I will literally give it on a, on a thing because I just believe that entrepreneurs need to do that more. So what I mean by that is that if you're in business, like, find your, like, find people that you can do that with. That aren't going to judge you if time shit. I had a crazy meeting with someone who listened to this podcast um last week and i didn't tell him at the time because it was it would have been awkward so i'll tell him through a, through a podcast because he'll know who this is where he literally told me about how he nearly went in well, how he went to administration how he nearly lost the whole business how he had a big law case against this that and the other and all this stuff um and he said it so confidently like it was like yeah this is my journey i got sued by this massive brand that everyone would know and I went to administration and I saved it. I turned it around and I hired this guy. He really helped me. And I've come out of it. And this is how much I'm doing this year. And this is how much my revenue is. And I was like, I have mad respect for that. Like, I have mad respect for that. People that are just like, yeah, 
my journey's been this. Yes, it was shit four years ago. Not too shit now. Doing all right. These are my plans to do the next level. And I rate that stuff. You know, I really rate that. And I think that more people need to be doing it. That's kind of the idea of this whole podcast, right? Is that any question, just ask me and I'll be, give you an honest answer. And for, for, for him to, he literally said to me, that I've caught with your podcast, listen to them all, love what you do, love, love the vibe. Um, and I was asking some questions. He just replied like more openly than I was expecting. I mean, I like to think I'm an open guy. I don't know if I'd do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I personally wouldn't probably wouldn't get that information. But he was like, he actually said that I want to be so open with this because if it ever happens to anyone else, they can know. Look, I went through it as well. And uh, if anything, I, you can then become a port of call for that person because if someone knows that you've been through it, if you go through the same thing, you're going to be like, right, who do I need to contact? Because and then you're like, right, this person's had exactly the same issue. That's it. They're who I'm going to go to. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you can ask, you can answer all sorts of questions on this. You know. And I don't mean this in a weird or disrespectful way, but when you've listened to someone's podcast, maybe let's say 10, 15, 20 times, and, I, and that happens all the time. This happens at the gym actually quite a lot. Um, so I'll go to the gym and uh, I'll be in like, the hot tub or whatever. And people come up to me and be like, oh, I hope he has business. I think, oh, yeah, podcast is really good. And they talk to me. And I genuinely wouldn't know who they were. Like, you know, genuinely don't know who they are. And I don't mean that. I just disrespect. I've just probably never met them before. But... When you've listened to, consumed, or watched someone's content on such a deep level for so long, you build a level of rapport with that person, even if the other person doesn't have it as well. I'm not saying I didn't have that rapport with that person, because he's an absolute legend and a sound guy, but maybe the connection was stronger because he'd listened to all my podcasts, listened to, watched all the videos, built all this stuff, so he felt more comfortable divulging that level of information. And I think that is a stark reminder of why people need to put in more content out, because it builds relationships for you when you're not even there. You know, I honestly was in the hot tub, and I sat there talking to this guy for ages about business and life, and I didn't know what he even did. And so I had to probe questions. Like, so you just probe little, like, you'll be like, oh, so how business is for you? Like, where are you seeing growth at the moment? Like, which service are you seeing growth at the moment? And you'll eventually get to the point where it's like, I do this. And you're like, ah, I know what you do now. And then you'll start probing again. You're trying to get a name. You know, and you, but you really have no idea. But your whole, now, for me, sometimes it's quite difficult because it could be my memory so bad and I forgot who they all were. <laughs> or it generally could be that, you know, this person has just watched so much content because the questions you were asking was like, I love the vlog, like I love what you do, all this stuff. So, um, yeah, so it's kind of a weird one, but I don't know how I got into that topic or how I got there, but my point is put out content because it just does the networking for you. And when we go on on Wednesday to this, to this speaking event, me and Sam will go around there, we're bowling around with our camera, and I guarantee people start asking questions like, oh, you've been doing this for a year now, have you? Like, oh, you're still doing this? Like, these are the questions people will be asking because we made such a sharp mention about it about a year ago. And some people won't have followed the journey. They won't have locked onto the to podcast and the vlog and they won't have followed us through. But then they'll see us again walking around with the camera and stuff. They'll be like, oh, shit. Well, I know that you were saying that there were a lot of people that thought you were going to do it for like a few months and then sack it off. Yeah. So it's, it's almost it's a bit of a power play to be like, because I think we're like, what, a year and X mm. amount of months in and it's still going. People are gonna people are gonna really like clock onto it. I think this year a lot of places around the Lincolnshire area might start doing a similar thing. Well, there's, there's a few agencies in here at Lincoln now that started a podcast, and it, like last week they like announced because like, some of the girls are telling me like, oh, this agency, this agency, just announced a, a podcast. And you sit there and go, I remember when you lot were taking the piss, man. <laughs> like, I don't, but this is the same thing that happens all the time. I swear it's happened in every single part of my business journey. Like when we first started out, like agency to the mic because we were doing it while at university. Um, and then, you know, when you start doing Facebook Lives and sort of things, if you do Facebook Lives, and it goes on and goes on and goes on. And then, you know, people, you're doing a podcast, or you've hired Sam. You know, and, and the only way to develop is by pushing the boundaries and doing things that are slightly more innovative than everyone else. And, you know, the, the, the quote that I always think to myself is, you know, when someone thinks something's weird, 
it means you're innovating so far that they can't even like understand it, you know, and, and that's the level of innovation you have to be at to have serious growth. Because if you're just doing the standard stuff, you ain't going to grow like, the, like, like the, the extreme way. You're going to grow like everyone else. It's standard. safe. It's safe. And, but it's scary to do this stuff. You know, it's scary to push boundaries. But now, I can't remember who we talk, I was speaking to her. Like now it's just it's normal. Like I, I, me and Sam walk in here, we press record and we sit down, we talk. Like Sam actually said, what are going to talk about today? I said, I don't know, mate. Let's have a chat show. And then we'll just talk. So we didn't even have any topic, which is probably seen in the content. But you know, that's, that's kind of, that's the level we have to be innovating at every point. And I, I'm talking about everything in life. You know, I, I'm um, doing a lot of research at the moment into um, plant-based diets and uh, breakfast, eradicating breakfast from, um, like from like my whole day, my whole life. Because there's been some study that's come up that's basically said if you, don't, you shouldn't be eating every morning at nine, at like seven o'clock. You should be eating only when you're hungry. And it's something to do with like your metabolism and the breakdown of food and all this sort of stuff. Like, and it's been proven on plant-based diets and stuff that athletes, athletes are getting like 10% better performance from eating plant-based only. And there's, there's actually studies of people being like lifting heavier weights than ever and breaking world records being on plant-based diets and all this sort of stuff. And it doesn't mean I'm going to go and be like, uh, you know, a vegan because, um, you know, it's just not me, not my vibe. But understanding the level of innovation people are going through in, in every walk of life, you know, not just business, in their, how healthy they are and their athletes, athletes, athletics and all these other different things allows you to understand the concept of innovating and how, you know, can you imagine a bodybuilder going to his, his coach and being like, oh, this year I'm going to be vegan. And he's like, no, you eat meat. Like you're, you need protein. Um, when a study came out that said all protein in animals essentially is, is protein passed from the vegetables through an animal and actually if you just eat the vegetables itself you get more protein is like the stat so like you know there's all these levels of innovation that are happening in every walk of life and by looking in different markets and different spheres you can start understanding what actually is going on out there well yeah i mean you you, you can like relay it back to you look at athletes diets and routines because they're the people that are the most physically healthy and fit mm. you look at marketing agencies what they're doing to market if you're trying to sort out your marketing, like mm. it's just you go to whoever's at the top of their game to find out what they're doing. And that, yeah, absolutely. And um, I hope that that's the reason that people come and listen to our podcast and go to our speaking events and come to us before they go to someone else because they know that you know we are innovating at the level. Now, if I was looking for a marketing agency and I was a, as a as a prospect, I would go to what I believe was the most extremely innovative. I would then go to what I believe was the most safe. And I then go to what I believe is the middle ground, and I'd see them all. That's what I would do if I was looking for a marketing agency, because you could see how far are the innovators going to push me, how safe are the safe boys going to push me, and how where's the middle ground here? Right now, I can make a good choice of the agency I want to go to, and um, that's what I would do. And that's the same way as if you were making any argument. You know, if you're looking at any dietary requirement, you know, yeah, plant-based, yeah, full meat eater, what's in the middle, right? Okay, let's get the full spectrum, get all the knowledge from every single area so we can make a more informed decision. Um, it just makes logical sense to me um, because that's how you make any decision in life, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a cool time. Um, speaking circuit will start, you know, kind of Feb, March time. This is the announcement to get under my belt in the early stages, test some new content, see what's sticking. Um, it's Lincolnshire way, which is always a problem for me. I always fill the bigger rooms in Lincolnshire because people know our brand. But in terms of the content, it means I've got to change it a lot. Um, and then next week, I'm speaking at a charity event uh, about innovating with ch within the charity sector for your marketing, like using charities to grow. Um, which is nice because it's nice for a charity to ask me to come and speak at their event. Um, and I always find it really nice when people come to me and be like, look, Pete, we really want you to speak at this event. 
it's what it's about um it's always like a it's always a good one to, to feel um the college course had a big meeting with the college course last week um some real stumbling blocks i think the what we want to achieve is essentially create this wave of really cool marketing graduates that we can support from the ground up um unfortunately what seems to have happened is that a lot of people have got involved now and they want something different from it um so i think what's going to happen is we're going to run a, a test course with like 10 students um and then this is my game plan i've said this openly to everyone in the room it got quite an awkward reaction actually <laughs> so i essentially said in this room full of maybe eight people out loud that for me this is a test run and i want to create my own college course backed by the Strat with the college where we essentially fill the room full of innovative young people that want to learn distract pay their way to get everyone through out of it we brand it up we run the course with with uh, from the college and then we spit out you know 35 40 marketers at the end of it uh, and i see that as a marketing strategy in terms of if i'm creating uh, 40 talented marketers every single year in lincolnshire which agency they're going to want to work with i also see that from a um from a, a just a, a good thing like supporting people on their journey and then obviously a branding game of like distract branding working with a college uh, and the managing director loved the idea and uh, the other marketing agencies hated the idea um in fact the actual answer was that i said that and one of them went oh, actually i'm not okay with that and i just said well i'm willing to pay you and then it got a really awkward reaction um because like what you'll always find with me is i'm just honest like i'll just tell you straight like, i'm not going to sit here and be like you know and and just like prone away and be like oh i'm gonna do this with them for like six months and then i'm gonna do my own thing i was openly say like i'm gonna do this for you for six months and i'm gonna do my own thing and i want you guys to do it with me but if you don't that's equally cool i'll find another partner um and because i was so open and so honest i got a phone call the next day from the md like yeah people are down for this let's have a meeting about it so you know i think i don't know how i got into that topic either but like, this is what happened my mind just literally <laughs> But so get it. if you've got, let's say, everything goes to plan and in 12 months' time you've got 40, 30, 40 marketing people that have just gone through your course, mm. we can't deal with having 30 or 40 people grow in, a, in our company every year. So ha what happens to the ones that don't so stay with Distract? So, this is, no, so they wouldn't stay with Distract, right? This is, so this is my angle of what I believe a new marketing course should be. You know, it's like you go through it and you come at the end of it. And you've got your qualification, you're, you're mark, it'll be like a marketing distinction course or whatever the college course put on it, but it'll be by distract. And my hope is that when they're going to go and get a job in marketing, the marketing thing will always be there because that's what you need to get a job, you know. But also the by distract bit will have so much more resonance than anyone else. So it'll be easier for them to get a job. And they'll be more. And, and, and what I'm hoping is that when people go through this course will actually know what they're doing. You know, when you come up with a marketing degree or marketing course, alone, you don't understand what you're doing. You have no idea. And I'm hoping that this is really entails and develops people. So it's not, they won't go for distract, but I'm hoping that they'll be able to go to the estate agent that wants a marketing manager and they're more likely to take them because they've been through this course. Could uh, it not also be a struggle though? Because obviously we say about how much anything can change in three months. So something they've learned on the course three months ago could actually not work anymore. It's not wasted knowledge because it's good to get the mm. trial and errors, but... How are you going to be able to keep it consistently updated and making sure you're teaching the right things? I think the if you look at and it, the last three years of marketing, there's been some consistencies that have stayed the same. Um, Google ads, YouTube ads, Facebook ads, the consistencies that have been there for the last three to ten years. 
and they will never change. So what I would say that from a student perspective is you given the things that have always been the same, like they've always been that we know have been working for the last three years, last two years, et cetera. But then the key one is giving students the understanding and the thought process of how you actually think like a marketeer, how you innovate as a marketeer. These are all traits that, that can be taught in my opinion. Like how are you, so yeah, you're doing Facebook ads now. How are you gonna innovate what you're doing there? How are you gonna take what you've learned from this into core or Reddit? How are you gonna take what, you think, what you've learned there into something else? when TikTok is, is perfect for every single brand. Uh, so I think it's a case of giving people the basics where they can actually go out and work in an agency tomorrow, but then make sure that they have the level of thinking and understanding that's gonna allow them to take them to the next level. So um, that's just something that we've got on the back burner that we'll, we'll kind of follow through with. We're gonna support the college on this first course, and um, I think it goes live in a month maybe, um, just because uh, I said I would. You know, that's how I roll. If I say I will do it, I'll do it. It's also good for you to test the waters, I suppose, so you can see what that's you're what you're getting guy, into. Yeah, that's what the guy said to me, basically. He said, look, Pete, I back you on this, but you know, you probably want to see it works first. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, so hopefully we should get um, some decent people from that as well. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like the, the, the punchline of the, the vibe, really, um, which is good fun. But so we're just constantly developing, looking at new opportunities. I would say a really good um, throw. Last week was all about new business. Grow, grow, grow. This week, I would say, is all about what opportunities are out there. What deals can I make? Um, and I think that's what's going to be the most important thing is going to be what deals are, are currently out there and what, what deals you can make. But yeah, how long have we been going for? 25. Well, we'll do that there. Yeah. Um, I want to, uh, question for everyone actually on the podcast, hit me up on Instagram with this one, is I'm debating uh, having a email newsletter that goes out, which basically is released once a week with the podcast summary, with uh, any videos that we highly recommend and any articles, maybe like some little sort of like five bullet points for your week sort of vibe. Uh, if you think that's a good idea and you'd want that, just hit me up on Instagram with yes or no um, and we'll look into it. I'm just, I'm just very, very concerned that algorithms are playing a huge part in marketing moving forward. And the faster we can get away from relying on algorithms, the better. Um, I'm doing this with a client at the moment, basically of, you know, let's get away from the algorithms, let's build our own databases. Uh, and I'm going to do it for for distract podcasts, I think, um, because I just the algorithms are going to get worse, right? They're never going to get better for you unless you spend money. So um, I think we saw a 50% reduction in algorithms over the last 12 months or something. It's madness for reach. So yeah, let me know if you think it's a cool idea. If not, equally, I'll equally take it on board. Um, and if you've got any other questions, hit me up, and I'll speak to you next week. <laughs>